Hello everyone, your girl Tay here and I'm bringing you another Let's Talk Wild podcast episode. Today is August 10th, 2023 and this is episode 39, America's Most Wanted, The Spotted Lanternfly. It seems as though America just can't get focused on one invasive species before another one comes over to destroy and conquer the land. (laughs) For this episode, I'll discuss public enemy number one, the spotted lanternfly. I'll discuss their history, where they came from, how they pose a threat to American agriculture, and ways the public can help slow the spread of the species. But before we get into that, make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms. I now have monthly membership subscriptions available on my podcast website. To show my appreciation to you for signing up, you'll get a shout out and you'll be able to pick a podcast topic for me to talk about. You can go to my podcast website on Buzzsprout to sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. Also, hit to YouTube, subscribe to the channel and check out the videos over there once you're done listening over here you guys already know the drill now let's talk wild The spider lanternfly, also known as SLF, belongs to an insect family of plant hoppers called Flagoridae, named after the Roman goddess of lightning, Flagora, because they were thought to be luminescent. However, the lanternfly is not. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the species is native to China and was first detected in the U.S. in Pennsylvania in 2014. The spotted lanternfly is now found in 14 states, including Connecticut, Delaware, Indiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Virginia, and West Virginia. Asian plants and animals love North America. A whole new world. A dying place I never knew. I don't even know the words. I just know <laughs> a whole new world. Child. Not them coming over. But then they realize America is ghetto. But they ain't, they ain't scared. Listen, the spotted lanternflies, they are not scared. They will put up a fight. And I'll elaborate on that a little later on in the show. Okay? Because, honey, they are not. They like, oh, what's up? What's good? What's good? But we're going to get into it, like I said, you know. They are easily to identify. The early nymphs are black with white spots and can be seen in May. As the nymphs get older, they change color and become red with white spots and black stripes. They can be seen in June. The adults have light brown front wings with black spots. And when they open them, you can see their red uh, back wings with black spots and black and white bands. They can be seen in July until the first frost. You know, they to me they look like uh, cicadas mixed with a ladybug that inherited inherited the jumping ability of a locust or a grasshopper. Like, honey, they are something. Like these animals are like. Yeah, like in the face area, it gives cicada. But then when you see it actually hop and stuff, it's like, oh, honey, are you a locust? But then you look at the spots and you're like, oh, uh, a gigantic morphed ladybug. But that's not what it is. But, you know, so it just looked like a bunch of, you know, bugs, insects came together and, you know, just was like, look, we just creating 
uh, a monster. <laughs> a, a monster, okay? Literally. They don't really fly for long distances. Instead, they prefer to catch a ride. They are hitchhikers, and that's probably how they got here, hopping and hiding in some luggage or some imported goods. Spotted lanternfly feedings are considered a plant stressor and may add to the long-term weakening of plants and trees. They feed on a good amount of different grapevines, fruit trees, and hardwoods, which include almonds, apples, apricots, cherries, grapes, hops, maple trees, nectarines, oak trees, peaches, pine trees, plums, poplar trees, sycamore trees, walnut trees, and willow trees. But their favorite is the tree of heaven, which is a another invasive species from yep you guessed it asia oh my goodness listen the tree of heaven it was a plant a weed i considered it a weed that i always seen growing up like in the inner cities if you go in the inner cities you will see the tree of heaven growing out of vacant houses like the houses, the roofs, these vacant houses are collapsing in. But guess what? The tree of heaven is still growing amongst all of that um, rust and dust and rubble and all of that. They are like out of control. So, uh, yeah, that's my first introduction to the tree of heaven. I always thought it was, you know, a weed, whatever. But yeah, it is a, considered a weed here because, honey, it grows crazy. You have to get rid of the whole tree. Like it's a full system of what you got to do to get rid of this, this tree. Because just cutting the top off, honey, them roots are going to spread and they sprout everywhere. Okay. But I've seen the tree. If you're watching on YouTube, I have my personal picture of a couple of tree of heaven, um, young trees with some spotted lantern flies on them. Uh, you guys, let me know in the comments how many spotted lantern flies you can find, okay, in the picture. Look at the dog barking. Gambit. That means it's time for a commercial break. Make sure you guys are subscribing and following Let's Talk Wild on all podcasting and social media platforms. If you are watching on YouTube, get the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go to the description box, click the Buzzsprout link and support the podcast okay show your girls some love support the podcast if you want to continue to see it grow i appreciate you once you sign up you'll get a shout out and you'll get to pick a podcast topic for me to talk about okay thank you guys for the support now let's get back into america's most wanted the spotted lanternfly According to the USDA, some signs and symptoms of a spotted lanternfly infestation are as follows. A buildup of sticky fluid called honeydew on plants and on the ground underneath the infested plants. Plants that ooze or have a fermented odor and a sooty mold on the infested plants. To help slow the spread, you should check your outdoor items for egg masses and then bring them inside for the winter. Check your cars, uh, plant pots, trash cans, bricks, stones, any smooth surface. But most importantly, inspect your trees, okay? Check them at dusk and at night. Check everything, even your clothes. They are jumpers. They are hitchhikers. They will jump on you, so check everything, even yourself. And if you find any egg masses, scrape them into a zipped bag, 
filled with hand sanitizer, uh, alcohol or vinegar. And once you close the bag, you can dispose of it. You know, egg masses are covered with a gray brown substance that makes them look like smears of mud. And if you find any adults unalive them on site, it's on site with them. Okay, it's on site. But before you do, make sure you take a picture and report the sighting to your local agriculture department. If I didn't mention your state earlier in the podcast of the states that this invasive species is already in, please make sure you take a picture and report it to your local agriculture department. But y'all step on them, stomp them, do what you got to do. Okay, it's on site. It's no, you know, holds bars with them. We got to do what we got to do, period. We tired of them jumping around, sucking the life out of out of our trees and our fruit trees and our grapevines. Where's all the wine drinkers at? Y'all don't care about the price of wine possibly going up because these little things are just destroying everything. Our crops possibly, not possibly, will. If they get out of control, it will be dire. Y'all talking about, uh, 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 you know, eggs costing $10 (laughs) or what have you, you know, inflation on groceries and and it's going to be inflation if, you know, these farmers got to do extra things to stop these lanternflies. That's more resources that they got to, you know, get more work more labor to stop these invasive species from doing what they're doing trying to destroy our agriculture and our um eco ecosystems and our native plants and native animals and all of that so that's one of the reasons why you know people should care you know some people say well why should we care well y'all already complaining about inflation now now when these lantern flies start you know, when you go to the store to get a bag of peaches, chai, and they $25 for seven of them, I don't want to hear nothing. And listen, I don't want no pesticides. Listen, allegedly, the stuff is already getting sprayed and all of that. That's another thing. Like, look, we might have to spray to keep the lanternflies away. Don't nobody want all of that. Don't nobody want all of that. So listen, we got to do our part. Inspect. Which you need to inspect and is on site with them, unalive them on site, period. Now, some states are under quarantine because infestations have gotten so bad. And according to Penn State, the quarantine orders in Pennsylvania require any items being moved from known infested areas to be inspected and SLF destroyed before shipment. The quarantines affect all residents and businesses. All businesses conducting operations in Pennsylvania are required to get an SLF permit. Complying with the quarantine requires businesses to document their inspections and preventative actions. Residents should also check their belongings for all life stages of SLF before traveling within or leaving a quarantine county. Use the checklist for residents available from the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture to assist with inspection before traveling. Okay, make sure you guys are up to date on your state's quarantine status. All you got to do is go to your local agriculture department's website and 
type in Lanternfly. Everything should be right there. The resources that you need to let you know if you are in quarantine, uh, what y'all need to be doing to help slow the spread. Now, some people are using chemical pesticides to help control the infestations on their properties, but a lot of local, you know, gardeners and farmers are using sprays that won't harm us, our pets, plants, trees, and the beneficial insects that help protect our garden, uh, gardens from pests and stuff that contaminate our water re resources. So yeah, you know, you know, I've been dibbling and dabbling in some things. I've personally used vinegar mixed with dish liquid soap and a small amount of neem oil which unalived them really quickly it had them twitching on the ground child they was twitching then I just was like let me just stomp you because you just doing them too much you you twitching like that it's just it, I don't like it let me just unalive you quickly I don't like all this uh mm -mm. but uh I only use that mixture near my bad weeds like my uh poison ivy and poison oak I do not spray vinegar. Listen, y'all do not do this either. Do not spray vinegar near any plants that you love. Don't spray it near that soil because it's going to destroy it and nothing will grow there. Okay, so if you want to do the vinegar mixture, just make sure you're spraying it near like weeds and stuff like plants and stuff that you don't care about. Okay. I did switch to the liquid soap and neem oil mixture. I've been using that for the last couple of days. The neem oil doesn't, you know, unalive them. The neem makes it unable for them to eat. So they basically, you know, starve. But the dish liquid helps unalive them. So the combo works well for me. I mix one tablespoon of pure cold pressed neem oil with two tablespoons of cast out liquid soap in a 32 ounce spray bottle. That is my personal formula that I use. But whatever method you choose, please do your own independent research that will help with any infestations you may have. I'll have a link to an article written with more information on different methods of controlling SLF infestations with sprays and traps. You know, I'll have it all linked in the description. Disclaimer, the Let's Talk Wild podcast and its host Tay are not liable or responsible for any negative results from the information talked about in this episode. Okay, now let me give my final thoughts. Um... Natural ways to control the species. I've seen multiple lanternfly, spider lanternfly corpses inside spider webs around my garden and around my house. My house. So if you guys have spiders, let them be. They doing what they supposed to do. And I did uh, another podcast episode. It is um, Enter the Spider-Verse where I talked about um, a new invasive species that's here, the Joro spider, and it is working its way um, from the south, southeast, up north. And it's a orb weaver spider, and they, you know, have these uh, big webs and stuff. And I'm actually, I can't wait for the Joro spiders to hit Maryland. If, like, I'm looking forward to them, you know coming to help like because when the lantern flies when they fly when they hop you know they'll be able to the dural spiders with those webs will be able to catch them so easily and so good so 
you know, it's like we got to have this invasive species to fight this invasive species. Like <laughs> it's, it's invasive species wars out here. OK, period. It's a lot going on. <laughs> uh, I seen a bird catch one mid flight. So the birds are doing what they need to do. Uh, I stomped on one and I like y'all when I tell y'all literally less than a minute, it was a trail of ants just taking the guts and the and the wings and everything just dissecting the body and taking it back okay i said uh-uh not me stomping it and immediately y'all jump on top of it and y'all taking his body back to the spot like the ants ain't playing out here like they were not playing okay it was crazy uh i've also noticed that the rain the rain, we've had a couple of really bad storms here in Maryland, like the power was going out and all of that. But guess what? In the morning, when I go outside, I see a bunch of lanternflies like on the ground, you know, unalive. Just so the rain, the storms really, you know, help flush them out as well. So we got, you know, natural control of the species, spiders, birds, you know, all the other creatures that will eat them, the rain. So, you know. Oh, not hitting the tripod, child. <laughs> I'm trying to do this podcast while the baby is asleep, child. I'm trying to get this done. <laughs> uh, they do not bite or sting. They are quick and can jump a good distance. They don't fly long distances. So when you spray them, they'll jump or fly not too far. They're like a boomerang. Okay. They will try to jump on you. Every lantern fly I have sprayed has turned their head to me and jumped at me. I, a couple of them ha have landed on me, okay? And I know some of y'all out there, when the cicadas come, y'all freak out. Y'all, listen, just stomp on them. It's all good. They can't bite you. It's just, I know, I understand it's just the feeling of having them on you. You, like, don't want to have that feeling. But if they jump on you, just, you know... Swat them away, okay, and give them a, a good stomp, okay? Now, like I said, check your body, check your clothes, don't be scared of them. The only thing they can do, do is basically jump on you. So give them a good smack. Get your grandparents' good old fly swatter. Y'all know that old school fly swatter that your grandparents had. You know, get that old school one that been in the family for years and years, done unalive multiple uh, mosquitoes and flies and probably roaches, cat roaches, all types of, you know, creatures and critters. But go in and get that old school fly swatter and get to smacking and slapping them around, okay? <laughs> I play too much. But like I said, they are America's most wanted. We got to get them out of here. They are doing the most. I'm tired of them being here. I'm tired. Joro Spiders, make your way uptown, moving fast, cause I want these lantern flies to go. <laughs> I am cackling. I'm having a good time podcasting today. <laughs> I had a great week. I hope you guys also had a great week. But you guys let me know how you feel about today's topic, America's Most Wanted, the Spotted Lantern Fly. Leave a comment on the Let's Talk Wild Instagram page and YouTube channel. Make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms. 
Don't forget that you can now support the podcast by joining the monthly membership subscription. Once you sign up, you'll get a shout out and you can pick a podcast topic for me to talk about. You can go to my podcast website on Buzzsprout to sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. Love yourself, one another, your pets, and the animals. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Oh, don't love the lanternfly. We don't love them. Bye.